that was good. That was good. I, um, I'm trying to remember what all we did. <laughs> it was. Uh, let's see, what all did I do last week? It was. It was really good. We had um, a, a project that closed, and I was able to attend that project at this church. Um, attend the close to hand it off to maintenance. So I'm. I've got a verification scheduled from that. Um, scheduled for this week from that, which is like, like a little concept meeting, you know, because we were able to install the big project and then um, meet with the church person to hand it off. So that was a good one. Awesome. Yeah. Good deal. Um, did you have anything closed last week after we spoke? No, 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 no closes. Yeah, nothing's that close right now. But I do okay. have four verification meetings this week, so I'm, yeah, I'm going to have to probably end right at 1 o'clock. But, uh, okay. What what would be the best use of our time today, then? Do you want to talk about any of your verification meetings, or do you want to do a concept meeting role play? Um, yeah, the verification meetings, I'm trying to figure out um, what would you do if you had... Um, the situation at the church where they've got these barred units, you know, like these units that are on the side of a portable almost. Yes. How would Pete, they're package units that are all. Yeah. 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 How'd you handle those? I, I built them into the contracts. Okay. Yeah. Just nothing crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, they're just package units. So we right. just built them in. I mean, I just crossed them up just like. Okay. I forget what they were, um, what they were labeled under, but I know exactly what you're talking about because I think every single church has those on those little mobile home, whatever they, I don't know what they're for, but every church has them. Yeah. Well, they're not something that we normally do. Like, I, I think it's not something that we normally seek out to go do. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm still new at this, but, um, well, there's a difference, though. So, are you talking about the PTAC units? Or are you talking about the BARD? That there, it's a, it's actually a package unit. The BARD, like a lot of schools have them too. Yeah, it's a package unit on the side of the building. Yeah. Sometimes they're called scroll, scroll units, but um, Merv Air units as well. Yeah. Yeah, we would we still serviced those. Um, we didn't do PTACs though. I mean, we could, but the cost for whatever reason, was so high that it didn't make sense. It would be less expensive for them just to replace them. That's right. Than to do maintenance. So. Yeah, that's, that's where we're at on that. But uh, I've got four of them. So one of them is with the Safety Clean company. It's called Safety Clean. And there's a competitor that's been there for like 20 years. And so I'm trying to uh, – my verification meeting didn't really have a lot of pain. I, I mean, excuse me, my – survey didn't have a lot of issues um i found some pictures but not like i was expecting so um, but i couldn't get any energy bills because they're a manufacturing facility and it's they process a lot of oil and stuff and so they really don't have energy bills um and they said that they really haven't had any breakdowns at all um in the last three years which is hard to believe yeah. Uh, so I don't, but you didn't see anything on the survey. So I don't. No, I didn't see much on the survey. So I, I'm, I've got that on Friday. Right. Why did they move forward with you? Why are they going through the process? 
because they've had this, well, I did find some paint on the coolant tower and the coolant tower has been giving us some issues. Um, I think that they're, as they said, always looking to try something differently um, or try something different. It's not a clear, it's not a slam dunk like they're having issues with the other person. Um, it's not, and I thought it'd be a slam dunk when I got in there and found the pain, but there really wasn't a ton of pain. There's not a ton of cost. <laughs> so um, it, it, I don't know what to do. Um, so if this were my, uh, do you want me to give you feedback on that one? Sure. Okay, so if this were my opportunity, I would probably go back to the content meeting and think, what they said was the reason that they're moving forward. So what were their objectives that they wanted to accomplish? And did you ask them that? No. Okay. Because it part. sounds like that they may not be qualified, but we'll see. Well, I mean, if reducing the number of breakdowns on this cooling tower was one thing for sure. That, that was a major objective. And then... Um, I mean, that's about all that I found, I, I think. I can pull my file back out, but... Yeah. That's what I always try to go back to, um, you know, because sometimes the costs aren't going to justify, and if the costs don't justify, then the only thing we have to fall back on is what, what their issues were that originally made them want to go through this process with us. Um, and if there aren't any, then it makes it a really challenging verification meeting um and there were some times that that happened and i would say it seems like y'all are doing a great job this is what we have to offer and i would love to partner with you but this yeah this is where we're at and um yeah the transparency sometimes is helpful and then i'd say okay but, you know now that you see this and if they if it didn't make sense for them to make a change right um then i would always ask for referrals that's and good. hope that maybe they just really thought I was awesome and wanted to move forward with me anyway, but um, that only happened a few times. Yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at on this one. It's, you know, doing exactly what you just said, going in there and um, doing my best. And if they don't have any issues and they, you know, just say, look, I, it sounds like you're doing fine. I just wanted to give it a shot and see if, show you what our program is, you know. <laughs> The, the breakdowns that they're having, um, you said they wanted to break um, reduce the amount of um, breakdowns that they're having with the cooling tower. Is that right? That's right. But the, do they give you any cost with that? No, it's basically the motor. They just, um, he was saying that the motor goes out and they'd have an extra one on standby. But when it goes out, they have to shut down production. So I can put down some costs for that for sure. That's huge. Yeah. If they have to stop production, the lost productivity on that is how long do they have to shut down? Um, um, let's see. Yeah, I'm glad we're talking through it because that, that helps. Good. <clears throat> yeah, he said that they use the chiller for... To the vacuum cool because the vacuum cool creates maximum vacuum in the distillation unit. Um, what they're doing is purifying old oil 
and so they're like cleaning the oil and, and, and so this oh. ch the chiller and the cooling tower uh, he said the motor on the cooling tower is key is what he said so when that motor goes out um and one of the, the ways I got them to move forward was, yeah, I knew in their head they were just thinking that the cooling tower was just the motor, <laughs> you know, not a lot of things to do. And, and so I had this little list of tasks, maintenance for cooling tower that, that we do. And I just slid it across the table. I was like, you know, it might seem like it's a pretty stationary unit that there's not a lot of things to do, but we do all these on our PMs, you know. Yeah, and he he, he read over it and he was like, wow, yeah. <laughs> and so that really got his attention. I had that ready to go for the concept meeting. Um, awesome. So I felt like that was that was what kept him engaged, you know, because he's like, well, if nothing else, you know, we can at least entertain a quote, do something differently. Because when I did the survey, uh, and this one got a little bit out of order because the the main guy that I was just telling you about, he had surgery. And b before he went to surgery, he was like, look, I'm getting ready to go out to surgery, but why don't you talk to Jake, who's the facilities guy, and he can give you a tour of the place and answer any questions you got. And then we'll get back together after the first of the year. And so I, I had a date on the calendar, January 17th, when I was going to call him back. And I called him back and came back and met with him um, after I'd done a, a little survey. The facilities guy was really rushing around um, you know, not giving us a lot of time. And so I didn't really get a full survey. So when I met with this VP of operations, I, I said, you know, I, I got a lot of serial numbers, but I, I couldn't find a good bit of air handlers. I said, can you help me with that? I'd like to come back. And so actually this morning I did um, a little part two survey and he helped me find those other three air handlers. My main goal was to just get in there and find the pain, you know, find yeah. coils that were disgusting. Uh, I only, I only found one that was pretty bad. It was a hard-to-reach coil. Um, How did the cooling tower look? There was algae on it and, and greenness. Yeah, it wasn't. Do you have any pictures of it? I do. Yeah. Can I see a picture? Well, it's really going to take me a minute because they're back. Oh, no worries. Back okay. around November or so, whenever I went there the first time. I ha I'm working to get them together. I'll send them to you when I get them pulled together. That's what that's on my list for today. Okay, no worries. Well, I was going to send you um, some slides that I'd used from, a, it was from a cooling tower. Ooh, that'd be um, great. That'd be huge. Let me see. That would be wonderful. Bear with me. I it's fine. this cold is the never ending cold right now. Yeah, you sounded like you had a little stop up nose. I, I think I have COVID, but every I keep taking the test and they keep saying I'm negative, but I think that it's wrong. Well, I the first time I took the COVID test, it said I was negative for the COVID and the flu, but the second time I took the test a couple of days later, I had, it was positive for the COVID. Because so, I, I can't smell or taste anything. Yeah, it's a delay in the reading of it. Everybody and their brother um, had it over the holidays, I feel like. 
What did you say? Everybody and their brother got it over the holidays. And... I think so. Um, okay, let me see. So it, this project we're talking about is a $26,000 G. I doubt they'll go with the G, you know, but it's a it's still a great, it's a, not a bad deal. It's 11,000 C2. Okay. Oh, that's a good uh, C. Yeah. Um, so let me see. On here, this was about chillers. Did you, I don't know if you're looking at those, but this is specifically about chillers. Um, so I can send you this if you want to take a look at it. Oh, that'd be great. The biggest challenge or the biggest thing that I regret about this opportunity is I focus, I focus way too much on energy savings, right? which they did not care about. Uh -huh. But at the time, to me, it was a no brainer. Um, but it, I should have focused more on the production side of it, how it was impacting it. But these are just data points if you are interested in looking at it. Yeah, please, please send this to me. And then here it was just, um, this was actually one of their... Um, the fins at one of their mm. uh, locations, though. And this just explains what it does, the, so what the problem is, and then the impact of it, and then scale. I don't know if it, there were any scale. Yeah, there, there was. There, scale there, was there was, yeah. So, build, um, on the chiller tubes, and then I had the same thing, my checklist that we did. Uh, we were only going to do two times a year, um, but same thing so i can send this to you if you want to take a look if there's anything what's the two columns there on that oh sorry let me pull it back up what is it now go back uh slide nine, nine. yeah oh, what are the two two columns the two different columns oh, so um this is for the um the two two visits so we would do the cooling annual and then um here so the two different visits this is what we did on the semi-annual and then this is what we did on the annual yeah i need this will you please 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 send it to me yeah absolutely i'll, I'll wait then, can you do it right now i'll wait oh yeah, of course so and then this one this is regular side by side um and of course whenever i get something in my head i dig in too hard so that's what i did on this situation i was like <laughs> If we just save you four percent energy savings, this is you know it would cost justify. But anyway, it's great. Um, I'll send it to you. Let me see. And have I sent you the operation maintenance best practices, the manual? I don't think so. Okay, I'll show you that too. Hold on. Um, Yeah, you're right. I need to focus this on production. The, the That's what I would focus. Lo loss of production. And I could just put a put a number in the system analysis tool, you know, to Well, I they should know. I mean, if it's a manufacturer, they'll they'll know what it costs. I would start the conversation trying to figure out how, you know, if they had to stop production and then how long that usually takes, what the effect of that is, how much it costs them. Downtime, usually, I mean, they should know what the cost of downtime is for them because it's going to affect everything if they have to stop production. Um, 
So what you're looking at here, this is the from the Department of Energy's Operation and Maintenance Best Practices. This is where I got all of that information. So it shows different pieces of equipment, um, what the costs are. Let me see where the... Yeah, that's great. And they haven't updated it. This is the most current version that they have. I'm hoping that someday they will update this, but 2010. But all the principles are still the same. Sure. Um, let me explain types of maintenance programs. Somewhere on here it shows the different... Uh, here we go. But anyway, it's a ton of information, but it breaks down each piece of equipment and then the type of maintenance that's re that um, that needs to be done. And then it shows you, just what I showed you, the impact that scale has on, for example, the the towers. And um, anyway, it's, it's just a ton of information. So I'll send you this as well. Awesome. Um, let's see. Stop share. Um, okay. And I'll send you my PowerPoint. Yeah, so I'm thinking that the three objectives for them would be to minimize downtime, uh, minimize breakdowns, kind of the same thing, but... Um, Wait, what did you say? You said minimize downtime? Yeah, minimize downtime in production. I'll, I'll put that in production. Yes. Or minimize production downtime. And then minimize breakdowns. But that's, they haven't had a bunch, well, it's kind of the same thing. On mine, I think the way that I worded it, let me see, was extend equipment life, minimize downtime, and improve and protect system performance. Not that that's the right way to say it. I'm just, that's how I said it at that moment. Yeah, extend equipment life is a good one, too. Yeah, that's great. That helps a lot. Makes me feel a lot more better. Okay. <laughs> a lot more better. A lot more better. A lot more better over here in South Carolina. We're going to improve things a lot more better. Just go with us. <laughs> just, just trust in me. <laughs> I'm going to make it a lot more better for you. Ah, oh, good times. Um, all right, let me see. Let me get my email up so I don't forget to send this to you. Um, yeah, while you're doing that, I, I'll share about this other church that I went to. Oh, yes. Um it's a little Catholic church and I called on them because I sold that big Cardinal Newman Catholic church, you know, and this is in the same parish. Um, <clears throat> Cardinal Newman's a school. It's not a church, but it's a, it's a Catholic school. Okay. But I sold that right. That was that big $84,000 G to, you know, that was a good yes. one. Um, That's a great one. Well, I, I was able to, when I was sitting there with these people at this new Catholic church, I was like, yeah, Mon Monsignor Harris uh, was the one that signed the agreement over at Cardinal Newman. You know Monsignor Harris? And they were like, oh, yes, we know Monsignor Harris. Yes. <laughs> so it was. That's awesome. It was, it was kind of, I'm trying to leverage the Catholic, you know, he's already approved oh. it. He's already approved it over here. If he, if he approved it over here, there's got to mean it makes sense over here, too. You know, hello. Absolutely. That's the hardest thing about getting in Catholic churches is you 
the, just to break into that first one. The diocese. And then you had you had to get on the vendor list. It had to go all the way to the diocese in Charleston, and wait for two weeks. And it, the, they said it would take a month, but they sped it through in two weeks. So, um, so what I wanted to tell you about that was I was sitting with them and. When we got up, I said, let's just walk around. Like I, I had about 30 minutes in the meeting, in the concept meeting, and I already got the verification on the calendar. And I said, well, what if we just walk around right now? You got a few minutes and I could get some serial numbers and model numbers and look at the sanctuary. And he's like, yeah, come on, let's go. So we walked to this unit. Right in the room was one of those barred units, like I was telling you about, the the scroll units. And... I said, let's look at this filter because we're in like a little classroom and we open it back and guess what it said on there? January 4th, 2018. What? <laughs> was it filthy? That's awesome. Yeah, it wasn't too filthy, but still it was the fact that it had been, they don't use it all the time. I mean, it's not like it runs every day. It's for a little classroom, you know, but still it was like, okay. He com That's awesome. This confirmed, the, the first thing we looked at confirmed that you don't have a system in place. That's a win. And for them, I was really preaching the fact about equipment longevity. I said, this is what's best for the church. You know, that's not, Absolutely. I mean, you got to, we don't want this equipment to die. And he was an electrical engineer. So he understood the fact that if we maintain them correctly, that they'll last longer and not break down. I mean, he, he got that as an electrical engineer. That's awesome. I, I I, I loved working with churches just because it it does make such a huge difference. The like having a big packaging to go down that affects the congregation. So that stable budget is what I always led with. Is you know it's predictable. It sends equipment life, and I don't know. I just believe in it. So it was an easy extend your equipment life. Let me extend your equipment life. <laughs> I did not sell very much in um, Atlanta proper. If you can't tell, I stayed out in the country. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, they, um, well, so that verification meeting is tomorrow at two, and I was working just a little bit of go by getting the pricing together. I think their third three main things are they don't currently have anybody doing any of the filters. the The way they get the filters, they said, is this guy um, who's the chairman of the parish is the head director of maintenance at Orangeburg County Schools. And gets them filters. So, so, so I was sitting there thinking, oh my gosh! So let me get this straight: you're stealing from the schools <laughs> to give it to the church. Oh no! Let's take it from no. the school and give it to the church. That's the worst of the worst, you know. That's, oh, it's not like God. he's stealing it from a big corporation. He's stealing it from the schools. Peter to pay Paul. Here we go. That's you know. uh, it's bananas. So that was kind of rough, but, you know, I just accepted it and moved on down the road. But so that, yeah. I meet with those two guys tomorrow at 2 o'clock, and, uh, you know, the, the, they don't have anything in place. Their filters said 2018 on them. The guy didn't even know where four of the air handlers were in the big fellowship hall. Like, So I didn't get up there to look at those and get the serial numbers of those, but that's okay. I got the con condensing units. So it's a. I think that there's enough there to at least start the conversation and verify. Um, I, I just knew that if I got in there in in the roof of the fellowship hall, that I would probably get some good pain photos. But I didn't because of time, and the guy didn't know where it was. But I don't know that I have to have it for this meeting. 
Did you get the cost of ops? Uh, they don't have any plans, and they haven't had any breakdown except one little circuit board when lightning hit it two or three years ago. They don't have any maintenance agreement right now in place. The answer is no. Okay, so you didn't get any cost. Um, so what are you going to present in the verification meeting? Um, I'm going to present the photos. I'm going to present the the cost um, system analysis tool, and just. And, so what numbers are you going to plug into the system analysis? Uh, well, I'm going to put in there industry standards. Okay. To get started, I, that's all I can do. Uh, the two people I talked to didn't have access to the power bills. They get sent straight to the diocese. I asked him, okay. for, I tried to show him the, the building scorecard. He liked that idea, but he didn't have any clue about power bills. Um, so I can put in their industry averages. I feel comfortable with that. Okay. Um, and I could just guess, okay. the, and I can say in there, I, I can put a number industry average for what they should be paying for maintenance, <laughs> you know, uh, come up with some number. Do you think that they felt any pain from not having maintenance, though? Uh, I mean, the answer is no, but they will. <laughs> things, th no, I agree. Things I are going to break down. To things are. They, they don't know, but they don't know, and that's why I felt yeah. great, good, good being with them. Is that I was able to share with them, hey. You don't know what you don't know. <laughs> I mean, look, you didn't yeah. know this was a 2018 filter change. You know, you, you didn't know anything about this. So I'm trying to start the conversation and keep it going. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm with you. I'm just trying to think through some ways that you can give them a little bit more substance. Um, something, because if they don't have any pain, I mean, 2018, that's awful. And so the air quality, that can certainly be something to talk about, the inefficiency of their equipment if there's um, a lot of buildup. Um, but without having the power bills, it makes it a little bit more challenging um, True. to say, oh, y'all are running really high, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so. I wonder how I could try to get that. Well, there's a way to get it. Um, I mean, I don't know if you could get it. You have it tomorrow? Yeah. Um, so I, you're killing I'm, it. So I don't want to ever suggest. But I'm okay, I'm okay if we um, I'm okay if we put up my best guesstimate, you know, based on other churches that size, or somehow come up with a put a number there that's close that I think is the you know what they're spending, and then let them correct me, and then change it on the fly, you know. Well, that's what I was going to suggest. Um, that's what I did most often because usually they they knew the number they just weren't going to give me the number so I would throw out whatever the industry average and then ask them to verify does that sound right yeah. and then they could tell me um, that yep. was the approach I always took with getting numbers and then try to plug it in on the fly in the future maybe try to get the num the cost there's a reason we go through the process the way that we do I mean you're killing it so keep doing what you're doing but to give you a little thought moving forward the reason we suggest to get the cost before you do the survey is because it's very hard to get the cost if you've already done the survey right if you do it out of order so 
Um, yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason. But. So if you were to write a couple things here about this church that had the 2018, you know, the three objectives, indoor air quality with those old filters is probably one. That would be an objective. He didn't say it, though, because he didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. He just knows he doesn't have a program in place. So establishment so, of a program, a, a PM program. That's probably what I would lead with is just the benefits of having a maintenance program. Um, yeah, extending equipment life. They haven't had a lot of break, or they haven't had any breakdowns. Is that what they told you? Right. So that makes it. That makes it tough, but how old is the equipment? 2013. <laughs> Ten years. Uh, okay. <laughs> they count my fingers. <laughs> and it's still 20, or 2023. <sighs> COVID brain. I'm telling you, COVID. Yes. Um, yeah. So they, it is going to start happening. So you can lean into the, you know, and, estimated equipment yeah, life. Yeah, and we know compressors go out about year six or seven so that they're on year 10 it it's about to happen so whenever you're in your content meetings matt are you trying to um, get them to verify what the objectives are i could do a better job of that yeah okay. i did that in I colonel think- newman but i did not do it on this one or the last one it's a very easy, once you start doing this a lot, it's very easy to start assuming that we know what they need and what they're saying. But I think that it will be a game changer if you can just get them to say, all right, the way that I did it, so it didn't feel salesy to me, I would say, all right, Matt, so what I'm hearing, it sounds like you want to do X, Y, and Z. Is that right? And then they would say yes or no. Okay, did I miss anything? Yes or no. All right, perfect. So, Matt, if we're able to help you do solve x y and z would you move forward at the end of this process with us and then they would say yes um or then they would say no we can't make a change until next november okay perfect let me come back then if you absolutely you know if it was somewhere that there really wouldn't be any flexibility in making a change um so i would encourage you to start start just asking that and it helps tremendously so then you're never having to guess what the objectives are that's good all right, that's my nugget of the day. That's good. Nugget of the day. I'll, I'll take um, that. I'll take that it's one. The win. I wrote it's it down. Win. I wrote it down, and it'll go All in right. my it'll go in my book one day that Fawn re- re- reinforced this principle today. Good. If you write a book, um, I hope that it's dedicated. There's a dedication in the air at some point. To Fawn. Fawn told me this. That's right. Just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Kelly Panasic taught me that, so it's I couldn't even take credit for it. <laughs> no, it's good, and I'm I'm thinking that you do it when you're when you flip the flip book and you're looking at the ten circles. Is that where you do it? No, I would do it at the end. So whenever I started talking about the implementation process, I would um, if they've already said that yes, they want to move forward, then um, I would well I would get the buy-in whenever we started going through the implementation process or after we'd gone through one or the other. Okay. Whenever it felt natural is whenever I would do it, but it was always on that page. Um, because I, that, those were the two things that I thought I had to get done. So I had to get them to tell me and confirm what their objectives were. Not what I, not what I assumed, but what they actually said, huge difference. And then also making sure that they would 
they were willing to make a change if we could solve those problems. Okay. And then that also is important because it establishes timeline and it establishes that they would if we can help. So, Mr. Customer, you said that if we're able to do this, blah, 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 blah. And so I would reinforce what they said whenever I was in the verification meeting. I wouldn't say it so aggressively, though. You said. You told me you would do this now. Yeah, I got it. Um, Good stuff. All right. Um, Thank best you. of luck. Let me know how it goes. And if you need anything, let me know. I heard you got a call with Christy last week. Is she, I did. Is she still happy with me? She's so happy. You're doing awesome. Um, y'all's branch is just doing awesome things. It's very, very cool. Good. Thank you for your help. Absolutely. Thanks for meeting with me, and um, I will see you next week. Oh, and in person next week. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Looking forward to meeting awesome. you. Awesome. Absolutely. Take see care. You. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.